Welcome to Little Joe's Conservative Corner, the podcast where we delve into the latest news through a conservative lens. In each episode, Little Joe sifts through the top headlines and news articles, offering insightful commentary and analysis from a right-leaning perspective. Whether it's politics, culture, or current events, this show explores the issues that matter most to conservative listeners. Get ready ready. to cut through the noise and get to the heart of what's really going on in the world today. Let's get started. Welcome to Little Joe's Conservative Corner. Sherry Strittenberg. Sherry, what possible use could a five-year-old boy, much less any boy, have for a tampon? None. That's the problem. This makes no sense. What I don't understand is if you don't have the female anatomy to begin with, what possible use could you have for a tampon? In other words, I understand there's a question of people identifying as certain genders. But if you do not have the anatomy, regardless of how you identify, what use do you have for a tampon? Absolutely none. And that's the problem. You know, we have children in kindergarten through second grade that can't even read. And so the idea of putting these products in bathrooms where they're not needed and the possibility for misuse in multiple ways, you know, from a female standpoint, it's toxic shock syndrome for boys that don't need them. It's it's abusing them potentially putting them in toilets and clogging them and, and stuff like that. It's excessive expense that is totally unnecessary. We're talking $5.6 million on the line in taxpayer dollars with school budget budgets so strapped as they are, especially in light of the pandemic, all the money that had to go into retrofitting these classrooms and the like. Couldn't that $5.6 million better be used? I don't know, for books, for teaching English, math, and things that these kids are going to need to survive at the next level? Absolutely. That money equates to 30 teachers a year. Um, we have a huge achievement gap since the pandemic, and there's so many other resources that we need that I do not understand how prioritizing putting tampons into specifically boys' bathrooms benefits any of our students in their future success in education. Here's the statement from the Oregon Education Department, basically saying this program helps students participate actively in classes and school activities by alleviating some of the economic strain and experience of shame that often are barriers for menstruating students accessing their education. I I understand the general concept. You don't want to have young ladies going through this transition in their life having to worry about this. But again, I just said the word young ladies, not menstruating students. Therein lies half the problem. Can't we just put tampons in the ladies room and potentially a gender neutral bathroom? Absolutely. And that is the way the bill initiated. When it first went through in March of 2021, it was to be in at least two bathrooms. Then all of a sudden, at the last minute, it was changed to be sure to include boys bathrooms as well. All right, welcome back on this Monday. (laughs) I think the, you know, if you are smart enough, or at least, I don't want to say smart, maybe maybe some people are distracted or not paying attention, but at least if you're paying attention enough, you're going to understand why they were put in a boys' bathroom in the first place. Um, <clears throat> obviously, this bill was intended 
to be in at least two bathrooms. Uh, it's yeah, the, these kinds of bills are they're not overly complicated, but they're foolish. They uh, they do plays on words and how they're going to do things. They try to be very savvy and think that they're getting one over on you. When in fact, if you're paying attention, they can't do it. Um, really the intention here is to normalize boys seeing tampons in their bathrooms. That, that's really what this has come down to. Cause if you're going to indoctrinate people, if you're going to fool kids, if you're going to change their minds, uh, one of the easiest way to do it is they assume nobody is going to mess with these things. I'm going to get to why I brought this up in the first place. Uh, but, uh, you put it in there and they assume boys don't uh, pay much mind to it. It's just another thing that's up on the wall. That's it distributes a product. They don't pay any mind to it. Okay, for the most part, uh, but it normalizes the fact that well, but yeah, well, there's tampons in boys' bathrooms in case they need them. Need them for what? What what boy needs a tampon? Because I can tell you, uh, you're not using it for its intended purpose if you're not putting it where it's supposed to be put in the first place. Okay, so uh, what what does a boy actually have any use? How does a boy have any use for a tampon? Other than maybe, like he said, doing some kind of stupid joke or clogging a toilet up or maybe getting one. I mean, I, w- <laughs> uh, I can't say that I haven't purchased a tampon and when somebody was whiny at work or whatnot, I walked up to him and handed it to him and said, here, you might need this because you're, well, you're whining. <laughs> but that's men being men with other men. Uh, anyways. There literally is no point, no rhyme, no reason to have that in there other than indoctrination. So visually they see it, uh, it becomes accepted because it's always there and it's this slow um, infection in your mind or in their minds that normalizes these things because ultimately their ultimate goal is to make them think and believe as they want them to. Believe me, they know that men can't use tampons. That's not the thing here. This is all about, uh, like I said, indoctrination and and control. On some uh, positive news there, um, (laughs) the reason I even brought the story up is if you actually go into the entire story, the reason it was being talked about is because within 30 minutes of putting it in the boys' restrooms, it was vandalized and ripped off the wall. (laughs) now i know i should not be going around telling young men that you should vandalize anything which i'm not doing but i never said that i can't get a good laugh out of them doing what pretty much anybody would hope that somebody else did without directly telling you to do it themselves (laughs) okay now they ended up ripping it off the wall because i'm assuming there were some boys there to go what in the hell is that oh that's got to go and uh I applaud those young men. I don't think it's a great idea to deface public property, however, or damage public property. Uh, but uh, in this particular case, I'll just chuckle and uh, turn a blind eye to it because it's stupid that they're wasting taxpayer dollars to put something that is absolutely useless for boys in the boys' bathrooms. I'm not even a big fan because of my beliefs. I'm not even a big fan of putting contraceptives in bathrooms because I don't think that young men, you should be promoting them to have sex um, with girls at their age. So I'm not even a fan of that. But however, and the only reason I say that is uh, that is actually something that a boy could actually use because it is intended for them and their sex. It's not intended for women. Okay. Women can't put contraceptives on uh, no matter what they would like to tell you. Uh, 
But yes, uh, yeah, Oregon, I mean, no big surprise that they're trying to cram through stupid bills like this, waste taxpayer dollars on ridiculous programs. I mean, you saw what happened over there in Oregon, so it's not a big surprise there. That's uh, the West Coast of the United States is liberal land. Oregon and California are definitely, well, Washington too. I'd say you're three leaders over there, definitely uh, leaders of liberal land. Um, Aldi. I don't know how many of you shop at Aldi. Um, I didn't even know what Aldi was until a few years ago. I saw it come in and people would explain to me and whatnot. And, yeah, I'm maybe a creature of habit. I don't generally, I find places where I know the people and I know the place. And if I like it, even if I pay a little more than I would pay somewhere else, just because I like the people and I like the place, I'm going to shop there. Just my way of being. Um, never gave much thought to Aldi's. Uh, people told me about it. So one day I decided to go in there. And I got to tell you, I was less than impressed. I, I got to be honest with you. And it, nothing to do with this story. This is pre-pandemic when they were being kind of mask Nazis and stuff. And it's just the store in general. It just didn't do much for me. It's like a, like they're trying to do like a mini Sam's Club. But it's off brands. And it's so it's a little cheaper, a little more affordable for everybody. But it's kind of like a Sam's Club where you're buying in a in bulk, but maybe not the bulk that you would buy in, in a Costco's and in a Sam's Club. It's a little less, so the cost is a little less, and the off-brand stuff. I Again, I wasn't that impressed. I didn't think the meat looked that good. It, it was just me. Maybe it's my my Aldi's in my area, whatever it is. For me, anyways, it was not my, my cup of tea. Well, with that being said, Aldi's. I'm going to read this from their website. Diversity, equity, and inclusion at Aldi's. Diversity strengthened us, strengthens us, excuse me. Our goal is to build a space where everyone who walks through the doors feels welcome. That means upholding our guiding principles of diversity, equity, and inclusion and enacting change that lasts in our communities. Through this commitment, we celebrate both employees and customers who bring different backgrounds, perspective, and and experiences from all walks of life. That being said, all these promises to break the law and discriminate against straight white people in their hiring. They're looking to hire a procurement specialist. Um, and I will get into who that is. Um, and we'll prioritize everyone except for straight white people. They're also committed to following the principles of DEI and be honest with you. DEI is the epitome of racism and not to mention you probably breaking every law possible with it because you're not allowed to discriminate at all, or at least you weren't before. I would say in today's times, things are a little bit different. Uh, National Procurement Specialist, Jobs for Humanity, Dublin, Ohio. Uh, it's a senior SID level, senior to senior. Uh, it's a mid to senior level full time job. Senior, <laughs> I'm doing good here. Uh, about the job, uh, this is the company's description. Jobs for Humanity is partnering partnering with all these to build an inclusive and just uh, and just employment ecosystem. Therefore, we will prioritize individuals coming from the following communities, refugees, neurodivergence, single parents, blind or low vision, deaf or hard of hearing, black, Hispanic, Asian, military vets, uh, the elderly, and the LGBTQ alphabet community, and uh, and justice-impacted individuals. This position is open to candidates who reside in and have the legal right to work in the country where the job is located. Notice that you did not hear anything about Caucasians, whites, straights, anything of that on there, uh, male or female, you pretty much don't make the cut. 
So if you're a straight white male or straight white female, you didn't make the cut here, so please don't apply for the job because they will not be prioritizing your employment. They will be looking for somebody else that meets one of the check boxes that they have uh, put in place. So moral of the story here, if you actually like Aldi's and you like to shop at Aldi's and you happen to be anybody who is white and straight, uh, you are actively screwing yourself if you're ever hoping to get a job at Aldi's because they have no interest in hiring you because of your sexual preference uh, and your skin color, which you were given at birth. <laughs> so, again, if you like Aldi's, I would probably take a pretty hard look at that and see. I'm sure you could do just as well at Walmart or just as well at Costco or anywhere else. Maybe there's a local grocer that you can start getting some things there. Do just as well. Maybe you got to shop at multiple places. Do what's best for you. But keep in mind that if you continue to spend your money with places like this that are actively um, breaking the law and working against you, it's kind of like egg in your face every time you give them money. You're giving them money to discriminate against you. She's kind of stupid, to be honest with you. <laughs> so, I mean, t- take it for what it is. Hopefully, you'll see it for what it is, and you'll say, well, maybe I'll just make a different choice. I can always shop somewhere else. All right, moving on to something more important and probably more scary than shopping at Aldi's. <laughs> the Department of Justice and the Federal Bureau of Investigations on Wednesday announced that they were able to disrupt a massive Chinese cyber espionage campaign called Volt Typhoon that penetrated critical American infrastructure systems. That's really great. I mean, if you ever were wondering how far behind we are with firewalls and protecting all of our computer systems, the fact that we keep getting hacked and all kinds of things keep happening around the country uh, should be a pretty strong indicator that we suck at it and we are very, very much behind the rest of the world. Now, Vault Typhoon was detected and made public by Microsoft's cybersecurity team in May of 2023. Microsoft described the penetrators Uh, as state-sponsored hackers from China who were developing capabilities that could disrupt critical communication infrastructure between the United States and Asia region during during a future crisis. I can't imagine why they would want to do that, Taiwan. Uh, Microsoft's conclusions were backed by the intelligence agency of the Five Eyes Alliance, the U.S., U.K., Canada, Australia, and New Zealand, China denied all the allegations, naturally, and accused the Five Eyes nations of pushing disinformation, which, I mean, give me a break, China. (laughs) Does anybody believe that China is not actively working to break into everything that we have consistently so they could gain the upper hand on us? As I just said, Taiwan, wouldn't it make sense for them to disrupt communications between them and the Asian region because of that, for that very purpose, so that when an invasion does happen, If you're having a lag or no communication at all, it's going to be a hell of a lot easier for them to accomplish their goal. Wouldn't you agree? Uh, Vault Typhoon's activities were originally thought to be centered on Guam with the goal of disrupting America's network communication across the Pacific um, in the event of conflict with China, such as China might uh, cause by invading Taiwan, which we just talked about. Further investigation showed the scope of the operations was much greater with targets, including the West coast ports, oil pipelines, and power grids in Texas, the cybersecurity and infrastructure security agencies of the department of Homeland security said in December that China was clearly prepositioning cyber warfare assets to disrupt or destroy the critical infrastructure in an event of a conflict to either prevent the United States from being able to protect power into Asia or or cause societal chaos inside the United States. Shocker. 
what is Joe Biden doing about all this? What are any of them doing about all this? They're too busy. They're too focused on trying to take down Trump, who is uh, their their greatest fear, their greatest enemy. It's amazing. He is the one that they are most afraid of and the one that they are attacking when they should be paying attention to all the bad actors around the world and getting all of that under control. But they let all of them play, let them continue to create chaos and do whatever it is that they want to do. And they attack Trump every day, all day, out of a fear that he may actually become the next president of the United States. Because to them, that is more dangerous than what's happening uh, beyond our borders. Me personally, I disagree with that. I think what's happening beyond our borders is much more important and much more dangerous than one man's vision of how he would run the country versus another man's vision of how he would run the country. I don't think Trump is the greatest threat of our lifetimes. Okay, I do, however, think that the Democratic Party and Joe Biden happen to be a pretty large threat that needs to be brought under control because they don't have America's best interests at heart. They only have their pocketbooks in mind. China has steadily been attacking us, knocking out pipelines, knocking out uh, different types of power grids, and they are trying to get in to create chaos. Think about how easy it would be for them to invade or do anything that they'd like to do when we are lacking in communication, not just overseas, but even internally. Everybody relies so heavily on instant communications, whether it be through text message, through emails, through whatever. You know, this is instant information and it can literally be done in live time. So you can watch things unfold in live time and make decisions to counteract whatever's happening in live time. But if you were to knock all of that out and put us back into the quote unquote dark ages where you actually have to pick up a phone, a landline somewhere that may still exist and call somebody up and try to relay information as you can. And you're going to have a thousand different phone calls coming in and you're trying to decipher what's right, what's wrong, where, what is and how it is. It's going to get confusing real quickly, and you certainly aren't going to be at your best to defend yourself or anybody else. China is absolutely trying to to disrupt all of that. You would be a fool to believe otherwise. If somebody wants to be number one, they're going to do anything that they have to do to achieve that goal. China doesn't play fair. China is going to do whatever it thinks is necessary to put them in that position. And so... We are under attack. And instead of addressing these attacks, as I said a minute ago, we are wasting time uh, arguing politically over two different men's version of how they believe the United States should run. Donald Trump, he's become so scary to them that most people are not even talking about what China is doing to the United States. I would guarantee you that most people on the left have never even heard of it and don't even know that we're being attacked by any type of cyber attack from any country outside of the United States because the Democratic Party doesn't speak about it at all. They don't give it any play. Why? Because how, who does that look bad on? Does that look bad on the American people? Does that look bad on Trump? Or does that look bad on who's in the office right now? You're having these cyber attacks happen in 2023. Sorry, you can't blame Trump for him. Eh, that doesn't work. He ain't, he ain't been there for years now. There's only one point, one person to point the finger at, and that person is the sleepy, creepy, bottle-sipping, midday-napping geezer in the White House. God forbid we do that. God forbid you point the finger at him. God forbid the media actually tells you the truth, you know, every once in a blue moon. God forbid. 
God forbid you're actually well-informed, so you know what's going on, and we would probably run a whole lot smoother. Can you imagine a world where everybody in the United States is well aware of everything that is going on every single day? They're well-informed, they're kept up to date, they know all the different problems that we have, all the different problems that we're facing. How much better do you think we would be the more informed people are? I would say we would be, if we're great now, I don't even know what the next level would be. I don't know what more than great, great. Maybe you double the word up. I don't know. What 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 more could you be? Because if everybody was paying attention, they certainly wouldn't let what's happening happen. I just talked to you last week about uh, people's disapproval of the border. Uh, people, there, there are polls now asking people, mainly Democrats, and the samples are fairly large, of uh, people's opinions on whether or not what they're doing, the persecution of Donald Trump, is a political hit job or if it's justified. And it's in a staggering number of around 70% of people believe it's a political hit job, which is going to be all-inclusive. That's Democrat, Republican, Independent, and anybody else that wanted to answer the question. When you have that number that high, most people are at least seeing that much, knowing that now what they're doing is they're going after him because this is a political thing. They want to do it. But it would be amazing. With that many people paying attention to that, it would be amazing if everybody knew everything that's going on every day in the United States and were well-informed. We would not be in the position we are in right now. We wouldn't have been in the position that we were in during COVID. We would be moving forward, and we would be even greater than we have ever been in the past because everybody wouldn't allow the things that are happening to happen because everybody would that be that informed. It's a shame they're not. I mean, but that is... That is just the way it is. People are uninterested and they listen to what is comfortable and what they have known. And you see places like a CNN, unfortunately, they've been around for a hundred years and people have grown accustomed to seeing CNN and they believe that that's somebody that they can trust in. Now, I know there's a lot of trust that's being shaken in media, but you, you get the point of what I'm trying to make here. These are trusted brands. They're trusted names. Uh, it, it applies with anything, food, whatever you see it. You've grown up with it. Your parents grew up with it. It's taught to you. Indoctrination 101, you have learned to believe these people and they have weaponized it against you because they know your guard is down and you're willing to listen to them. And now it's been used by the federal government and weaponized against all of us. Imagine what what we could be if we were all so well-informed and everybody did what they were supposed to do instead of everybody's trying to step on everybody else and climb on anybody else just to have a little bit of power for themselves. <laughs> Amazing. And that wraps up another episode of Little Joe's Conservative Corner. Thank you for tuning in and joining the conversation. Don't forget to subscribe to stay updated on all our latest episodes. And join us next time as we continue to explore the issues that shape our world. Until then, stay informed and stay engaged. <laughs>